This is the Olive Wellness Podcast, brought to you by the Olive Wellness Institute. Welcome to this episode of Olive Wellness Podcast. I'm Sarah Gray. From the early days of her career, Professor Catherine Itziopoulos has researched the health benefits of the Mediterranean diet and extra virgin olive oil. Not only do they help alleviate health problems like diabetes or fatty liver, people who consume them, she says, feel better, their skin looks better, and they have a lot more energy. Catherine Itziopoulos is an accredited practicing dietitian and world-renowned leader in dietetics and the Mediterranean diet. She's currently Pro-Vice-Chancellor at the College of Science, Health, Engineering and Education at Murdoch University. She's also author of the Mediterranean Diet Cookbook and the Mediterranean Cookbook. First, Chris Ashmore asks Catherine how she got involved with dietetics. My academic history started by studying science, a science degree, and I had a go at uh, the different types of science, uh, genetics and uh, physiology, and then um, a very close friend who we studied together and we're still very close in the field, Antigone Kouris-Blazos said, why don't we go and do dietetics? So we did that and I studied dietetics and then my first job was in a hospital, a a large metropolitan hospital, working in, in critical care. So a very different role to what I have now. I then moved on and studied um, a public health degree and that really broadened my thinking on on health and nutrition. Then that facilitated me moving into academia and I met um, my mentor, life mentor, Professor Karen O'Day, who was speaking, um, this is over about 25 years ago now, on the Cretan diet and the health benefits of the Mediterranean diet. I was quite impressed by that talk and went up to her and we and enrolled in a PhD. So that was about 25 years ago. And that was really the, the beginning of my research and academic career. And since then, I, um, you know, since completing the PhD, I then um, took on a, an academic role and recruited PhD students of my own. We followed multiple trials and now have uh, a number of years of, of testing the traditional Mediterranean diet model in uh, multiple disease models in Australian populations. So I'm now in a leadership academic role, but still very active as a researcher and very much involved in the Olive Wellness Institute and other organisations focusing on promoting health via models like the Mediterranean diet. Mm-hmm. And obviously in those early days, that's where you found the love of extra virgin olive oil as well. Is that right? Well, yeah. And I guess given the surname, it is my original surname. <laughs> I grew up uh, in a Greek family and very much surrounded by all the ingredients of a Mediterranean diet. Very traditional Greek family in the sense that um, every day we had uh, fresh cooked foods in the backyard. Every inch of it was dug up and, you know, dad and mum planted lots of different um, fruits and vegetables, uh, lots of vegetables in particular. So so I had uh, grew up with that environment, lots of uh, Mediterranean food, but it was some years later when I came back to study the Mediterranean diet and it was influences via my academic um, mentors uh, that brought me back to this. But, but it connected very well with me because I was eating, living and breathing this type of dietary pattern and I was familiar with the ingredients and, and the recipes and uh, was able to, you know, with dietetics as well, that background, uh, very easily get into this type of research and enjoy it. And it's kept me interested for almost three decades now. Mm-hmm. Well, let's have a look at the sort of a deep dive into the Mediterranean diet and specifically how extra virgin olive oil, how that fits into it. Can you give some thoughts about that? 
Well, I guess the extra virgin olive oil, um, when we think about the Mediterranean region and what's a Mediterranean diet, because there are many, as many countries that surround the Mediterranean Sea, and what is common across all Mediterranean diet consumers is extra virgin olive oil. So where olive trees grow and olive oil or extra virgin olive oil is used as, as a staple fat, that defines uh, a Mediterranean diet really. So it is the key staple and, and every guideline that you see on the Mediterranean diet, including the guidelines that came out of my PhD and um, labelled them the Ten Commandments, uh, I guess, because they are like principles of dietary life. The first one and the number one is um, use extra virgin olive oil in your cooking and on your salads and replace every other fat with extra virgin olive oil. So it's really key. It's a key ingredient, not just a cooking medium. So you might think of oils as I use an oil to prepare something, to fry something, to make a casserole, to bake something. But Evo, Evo is an ingredient in itself because of, uh, of its uh, nutritional properties. It's not just a medium for cooking. So what is it about extra virgin olive oil and those nutritional properties that makes it beneficial for health? I guess primarily it has an optimal fatty acid profile. So because it's high in monounsaturated fats, those types of fats are are more stable under um, temperature, light, um, cooking, as opposed to polyunsaturated fats like other seed oils, which are more prone to oxidative damage. It is moderately low in saturated fat. Again, fats rich in saturated fat are more strongly associated with cardiovascular disease. So it has the right fatty acid profile. And then extra virgin olive oil in particular, and differentiating that from other refined olive oils, is rich in uh, polyphenols or biophenols, both terms are used uh, interchangeably. But these are um, uh, bioactive uh, nutrients that have antioxidant and anti-inflammatory properties. So these polyphenols give the olive oil that strong flavour that you often experience and that burning in the back of your throat and really that palatability. It's not just an oily feeling on your tongue, it's a nice tasting ingredient. So so that's key because of the nutritional properties, but also what it does with foods, that it enhances the flavour of other foods. So legumes being a classic and you eat legumes or pulses, beans on their own, they're quite bland, but you dress them with extra virgin olive oil and uh, immediately the flavour is enhanced. And, and certainly in, in my research, what we've found is um, that uh, extra virgin olive oil um, facilitates or enables a high vegetable diet, a high legume diet. Now, you've done a lot of research around the potential benefits of extra virgin olive oil, the Mediterranean diet and cardiovascular health. Can you share some of your findings? Sure. And I I guess if I I go back to the beginning through my PhD, what we did with my supervisors and colleagues was uh, we ran the first trial in type 2 diabetes. Uh, We recruited participants that were of Anglo-Celtic background. They didn't follow a Mediterranean diet at all. They had type 2 diabetes and they followed a very traditional Mediterranean diet uh, for a period of three months compared to their usual diet. And that was the first study, it was about 25 years ago, where we demonstrated that this type of dietary pattern, which was rich in olive oil, so we, in terms of quantities of olive oil, that it was quite high, 60 to 80 mils, so three or four tablespoons of olive oil, lots of vegetables, so a kilo of fruits and vegetables, very low meat content and rich in fish, lots of legumes. 
And uh, the participants loved the diet. They followed it and their diabetes improved. A particular measure, long-term measure of glycemic control, HbA1c improved. But other things improved that we didn't expect. They felt better. They were more energetic. Their skin looked better. So all of those things we didn't really plan to measure back in those days, which we do now. But uh, we found that uh, this type of diet had lots of other added benefits. So it started with type 2 diabetes and then moved on to fatty liver. So the next big trial we did was recruited participants with um, a diagnosed fatty liver. We put them on a traditional Mediterranean diet. So this is using all traditional recipes. And all the early days, we had my mother cooking and another Greek mum cooking. So we sourced all the ingredients and cooked fresh. So we did this in fatty liver. And in six weeks, we found uh, that those um, on the Mediterranean diet had a 40% reduction in fatty liver, as opposed to those on a general healthy, low-fat diet. So that was quite remarkable. That study's been repeated by others now, but um, you know, very important study uh, showing the benefits of a Mediterranean diet, rich in olive oil, extra virgin olive oil. Then moved on to the SMILE study in collaboration with uh, Felice Jacker, who led the study from Deakin University, and uh, Michelle Opie, a PhD student of mine, we designed the Mediterranean diet. We recruited participants with um, diagnosed depression and anxiety. And after six weeks on the diet, those on the Mediterranean diet had um, a, a significant amount of remission. So 30% of them had remission from their depression. So we found we could reverse anxiety and depression on, on this healthy diet as opposed to standard care. That was the other arm of that trial. I have looked at this study in asthma and children aged 6 to 12 years old with asthma. We put them on a Mediterranean diet enriched with fish compared to their usual diet. And after six months, those on the Mediterranean diet enriched with fish, what we found was um, reduced levels of an inflammatory marker in the lung, exhaled nitric oxide, as opposed to no change in those on, on their usual diet. So very important findings. And it shows the diversity of this eating pattern enriched with, with EVU, um, on multiple different chronic diseases where inflammation is the key cause. So, um, so you know, it's, it's very exciting and we're continuing in lots of other areas as well. You mentioned earlier some of the benefits extra virgin olive oil has for those with diabetes. Has there been any other research you can share about further benefits for diabetes sufferers? The best study I can reference here, because it's a very large study, is the PREDIMED study. So a very large um, Spanish study, which was published about five years ago, where they recruited 7,500 people who had risk factors for cardiovascular disease. And this was done in Spain, in 16 different sites in Spain. Uh, so they put them on a Mediterranean diet enriched with extra virgin olive oil or nuts, walnuts, almonds and hazelnuts or a standard care, the standard care being a healthy, low-fat diet, and followed them for five years. And what they found was those on the Mediterranean diet, this diet was designed for cardiovascular disease, so there was a, a great significant benefit, 30% reduction in development of myocardial infarct or, or cardiovascular disease in those following the Mediterranean diet, enriched with olive oil or nuts, same result, either arm. But with diabetes, a 55% reduction in the incidence of diabetes, so new cases of diabetes for those following the Mediterranean diet arms. So remarkable uh, findings to show that you can prevent the onset of diabetes with a Mediterranean diet enriched with extra virgin olive oil as opposed to following you know, a healthy other diet 
in patients or in participants that already have risk factors for, for diabetes and heart disease. So remarkable study and there have been many other smaller studies showing benefits for diabetes. Um, reducing inflammation or reducing the risk of complications of diabetes is the key and what we need to see now going forward in diabetes is the benefit of this type of dietary pattern in type 1 diabetes, less studies in type 1. So that would be the future to see how, how this diet works in type 1. That's fantastic. Do you know, with all those benefits and the research and the information you're getting from the benefits of uh, the Mediterranean diet, are governments following up on that and um, putting out guidelines or it, we've still got a long way to go for the public to know about it? Well, we do have a long way to go and it depends um, which part of the world you're in and certainly in Europe and a lot of people will say, well, Southern Europe, they eat this way and that's why they're healthy, but they're not eating this way in Europe. Um, people are moving away from the Mediterranean diet and eating a lot of processed foods and, and there's a real um, major public health concern in Europe to try and revert people back to a traditional diet. In Australia, there's a lot of effort to incorporate the Mediterranean diet. We're seeing some important changes in the um, diabetes guidelines, which now incorporate elements of the Mediterranean diet. The new Heart Foundation guidelines do call out the Mediterranean diet as being one of the healthy diets to follow in heart disease. The dietary guidelines do address some elements of, of the Mediterranean diet, particularly fruits, vegetables, legumes, and uh, you know moderate meat, probably not as low in meat as the Mediterranean diet would be, focusing away from processed foods. That's an area that we really need to drill down on, more emphasis on reducing processed foods. I don't think we've got enough of that in our guidelines. When we go to countries like Brazil, out of their you know 15 guidelines, 10 of them say reduce processed foods. <laughs> uh, so it's very impressive. And I think that's a, an area we need to really focus more on, less processed foods, minimally processed, more cook fresh as much as possible. And I guess the other area to address is fats and oils, that our dietary guidelines somewhat treat fats the same because fats have got the same calorie or kilojoule value per gram, but they do behave very differently in the body. And I think one area for improvement is to call out oils in particular, like extra virgin olive oil, as being superior to other oils because of its fatty acid composition, its stability when you cook with it, and the fact that it's rich in polyphenols, which have antioxidant and anti-inflammatory properties. And a lot of other seed oils that are highly processed do not. So that's an area that we really need to focus more on in Australia. Interestingly, in the US News, which has surveys every year, um, they analysed 41 diets and they have a panel of experts. Uh, experts include researchers, doctors, dietitians. They uh, called out the Mediterranean diet three years in a row now as being the best diet out of about 20 different diets. And that is because of all of those health benefits that we've just discussed. But not only that, palatability, sustainability and less impact on the environment because of the ratio of animal foods to plant foods. And I think that's, that's another important element of, of this dietary pattern that's often not, not addressed or not, not raised enough. Mm -hmm. Now, you're currently doing research specifically with extra virgin olive oil. Can you re relay some of that research? Sure. That study is called the Olive Ore Study, so Olive and Australia. Uh, the Olive Ore Study is uh, in collaboration with uh, La Trobe University. And what we're doing in this study, and uh, Katerina Sarapis is the PhD student who is, uh, you know, this is key to her PhD. Uh, we, we've recruited... Um, 
participants, uh, healthy people, and put them on a high versus low polyphenol olive oil dietary regime. So basically about 60 mils, uh, three tablespoons or so of a high polyphenol extra virgin olive oil versus a low polyphenol extra virgin olive oil and instructed them on how to use the olive oil in the diet and followed them for um, for four weeks. They have a washout period where they go back to their usual diet and then they alternate to the other oil. Uh, this is called the randomised crossover study. It's a very high-quality design. And the other element to this study is that the oils are masked, so in the, they're in the same type of bottle. The participants don't know which oil they're getting, so it's, it removes the bias from the results. And what we're looking at for this study are changes in markers of inflammation in the blood and changes in the way that the um, blood fats are cleared. So uh, there is a particular blood fat called HDL. So LDL is commonly referred to because that's the bad cholesterol or the cholesterol that causes atherogenesis or um, hardening of the arteries, if you like, or is associated with that. HDL is the type of lipid that removes cholesterol from the body, and we are looking at the way that the high polyphenol olive oil can better remove cholesterol from the body or help HDL work better. Those results are still pending, but early signs show that the patients, when they're on the high polyphenol olive oil, there is an increase in an anti-inflammatory, a protective marker. So this is early findings to date, and uh, we look forward to analysing those results in more detail in the very near future. Mm-hmm. Well, finally, Catherine, on a practical level, how, what do you recommend? How should people incorporate extra virgin olive oil into their daily lifestyle? And is it something you would recommend for everyone? Yes, I would. I I can't think of one indication where you wouldn't want to use extra virgin olive oil, except for cuisine factors. And some people, I guess, from different cuisines, South Asian, Southeast Asian, North Asian, have a palate uh, for particular types of oils, peanut oil, which is high in monounsaturated. It doesn't have the richness of polyphenols. But what we're finding is that even in these populations, because the studies that we've done here in Australia are multicultural mix of participants. We're finding that participants from every cuisine are enjoying extra virgin olive oil and using it in their cuisines and modifying their recipes and using extra virgin olive oil and enjoying, you know, the stir fries or whatever the dish might be, the curries. So I think it could be applied, this type of oil, to any type of cuisine and uh, in the prevention and management of most chronic diseases where we're interested in reducing chronic inflammation. So how do we incorporate it? Well, the first guideline in my list of 10 is use extra virgin olive oil every day in your cooking and on salads. And if it's the one thing that you do to improve your diet and make it a little bit more Mediterranean, it would be the best thing to do and the easiest because some of the other ingredients require a little bit of skill in cooking. But this doesn't. It really, you know, instead of using oil X, you use extra virgin olive oil and you use the same extra virgin olive oil for any type of cooking. And you can use, you know, start by using a little bit and and then add a little bit more. 
and you'll find that it improves the palatability of your dishes and it behaves really well in cooking. So I think, you know, adding it to salads, into a casserole when you're sautéing your, your onion and garlic and you're making your salsa or your sofrito, it's ideal to use extra virgin olive oil to, to start the dish and then you, you add the other ingredients and, and you go from there. So if you're making a meat dish and you're baking something, you know, rub the meat in olive oil, it tenderises it, 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 it enhances the flavour, then you add obviously the herb spices which are key to a traditional Mediterranean diet and uh, you have uh, improved palatability and you're boosting, by adding those ingredients, the nutritional element here is you're boosting the antioxidant properties of that whole meal by adding extra virgin olive oil and the herbs and spices. Professor Catherine Itziopoulos. That ends this episode of Olive Wellness Podcast. To learn more about the nutrition, health and wellness benefits of olives and olive products, please visit the Olive Wellness Institute website at olivewellnessinstitute.org. Until next time, I'm Sarah Gray. Thanks for listening. Music